Hi, can you hear me? Okay, great. Um, thank you, Olu, for um, um, coordinating there. Um, and thank you, um, John Mark, in uh, doing the communion and uh, Peter for the prayer. And good morning to you, church. Um, good morning to every one of you. And um, welcome, if it's your first time, um, great to see uh, many of you once again online. Um, just to um, reiterate um, what Olu was saying, that this evangelistical service is really um, a, a way to um, just to invite people who don't know Christ. And we just want to um, also emphasize that it's not just this Sunday, but every Sunday we are to um, seek to um, encourage just different ones to come and to hear the word of God so that they can be changed and transformed. And we just want to point them towards Jesus. That is what it's all about. Um, and with that said, I want to um, ask just, just to continue to have um, a, a, a very short time of worship. So um, if the um, visual team, um, John Mark um, and Jesse, if you could kindly um, just play the video that I requested, that'd be great. And if we can just take part in this worship, and if you don't want to worship, just sit back and listen. You were the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord most high. Your hidden glory in creation, now revealed in you, our Christ. What a beautiful Yeah. 
As we was hearing this song, um, a scripture came to my my heart. I felt I should share. Um, it was Matthew chapter eleven, verse verses twenty eight to thirty, which reads, "Are you tired and worn out, burned on out on religion?" Come to me, get away with me, and I'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I don't, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. I just really felt that um, there was um, different ones who were feeling very um, worn out or tired or heavy or different things has taken place that has caused you to feel the way you do. And I just wanted to share that scripture with you and to just pray with you, that God will strengthen you, that God will um, encourage you and uplift you. Just just pray. Father, I just want to thank you for the different ones who this word applies to. I just pray, Father, that you will just touch them, that you will help them, that you will uplift them, 
Father, you see where they are at. You see their hearts. I pray, Father, that you will minister, minister to them at their point of need and help them in their situation. Father, whether their hearts are feeling heavy or they're feeling tired, I pray for your divine intervention and your grace to touch them and minister to them. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, unfortunately, because I, I don't, I didn't leave myself enough time or some of my time has been eaten. Um, I will jump straight into um, a part of my message. Unfortunately, I won't be able to show something else which I wanted to. However, I want to jump into a scripture that um, that I believe the Lord has really um, laid on my heart that we must I must share. The, the scripture reads in. Matthew chapter, in, sorry, in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And then the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus has not changed. The same Jesus who is healing the sick and raising the dead and touching the lives of people. Is, it is still happening today, but he's doing it through his body. He's doing it through the body of Christ. And today I want to really home in and emphasize about Jesus Christ and him crucified. Jesus Christ and him crucified. The Bible says in the book of Acts how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. Jesus wants to touch and heal any person who is in any kind of affliction, who is in a situation where they are desperate. Jesus wants to intervene and God um, empowered Jesus in the, um, when Jesus was here on earth to heal the sick, to do good to minister to those who were afflicted and to help those who were oppressed by demonic power. And Jesus has not changed. Sometimes um, people believe that those things that took place in the days of Jesus are over. What took place in those days were then. And the days that we are in is, is what we have now. Where and, and sometimes it looks like nothing is happening. But I'm telling you, God is real. And the same God who touched and healed blind Bartimaeus and caused his eyes to open 
and cause the cripples to walk is the same Jesus who will touch and heal people today. And Jesus is here in our service to touch and to minister to different ones too. And governments may change, policies may change, families may have different things where different lives and circumstances change, but I can assure you, Jesus is the same and he is the, the same yesterday, today and forever. And I want to point you towards him because it is in him that we live and we move and have our being. The scripture says how Jesus paid the price for all men to be saved. He paid the price for all men to be saved and to be healed, not only physically, emotionally, mentally, and in every sphere. In fact, the scripture was read today by John Mark, how he was bruised for our transgressions and how the chastisement of our peace was upon him and how he was afflicted for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and how God caused all of the oppression, all of the sicknesses to come upon Jesus. Jesus paid the price for mankind to come back into relationship with God. When Jesus died on the cross, he died so that we can be well. He took the punishment. He took the pain. He took the suffering. He took the oppression. He took every burden upon himself. He took the sins of mankind upon himself just so that we can enter back into relationship with God and have life more abundantly. Jesus said this, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Jesus does not want us to live being oppressed. Jesus does not want us to live without him. In fact, we cannot live without Christ because if we live without Christ, it will cause us to go to hell. And that is the, the staunch reality of it. Because Jesus paid the price so that we can come and live with him. And not just so that we can go to heaven, but so that we can fulfill the calling, the mandate that he has placed upon our lives. Because as the scripture says, that he has given us a hope and a future and many people are looking for a hope many people are are feeling disgruntled feeling fearful feeling like there is no way out but jesus says i am the way i am the way the truth and the life no man can come to the father but by me Jesus Christ, who came on earth and died for mankind, has made a way of escape for every single one of us. 
the scripture says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us fell below that pass mark. Every single one of us came to a place where we were just without Christ. There was no hope. The scripture says in the Old Testament that our righteousness is as filthy rags. And I remember before I came to Christ, I thought that everything was good because in my eyes, I was going to church. I was doing the religious things that seemed okay, that seemed all right in the eyes of man. But then God, I had an encounter with God that caused me to have my eyes, my spiritual eyes open. That caused me to not live the same way. I'm not saying that I am perfect. But what I am saying is that when Jesus came into my life, I was never the same. I was transformed by the power of the Spirit of God. And, and when I encountered him, it caused me to realize that the life I was leading before, although I may have been going to church, because let me tell you something, going to church does not save you or being part of a family who let's just say if your parents are Christians that does not mean anything but it's you actually having a personal relationship a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ because when you have that encounter with him it will be intimate and personal personal to you and Jesus will unfold himself to you. And Jesus will show the plans and the assignments that he would have you to do. God has an agenda for every single one of us. The scripture says, reads this in the book of Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7 to 10. Today, if you will hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trials in the wilderness where your fathers tested me and tried me and saw my works 40 years therefore i was angry with the, that generation and said they will always go astray and they have not known my ways. That particular verse of scripture is speaking about the children of Israel. How they came out of captivity because they were in captivity for over in, in Egypt for over 400 years. And the scripture says how God sent a, a deliverer by the name of Moses. And Moses was endowed with power from on high. And he was sent to Pharaoh to bring deliverance to the, to the Egypt, to, no, to the Israelites. And then Pharaoh was 
the Bible says how God made his heart to just to be really stubborn. And there were 10 plagues that were sent towards Egypt to cause them to see the power of God. There was plagues of blood and plagues of frogs and plagues of lice and gnats, flies, and the death of, a, of livestock and, and boils and hails and locusts and then the darkness and then the final plague. Then Pharaoh decided to cause the children of Israel to leave and then and he let them go. And when they went, they started to complain in the wilderness. They started to murmur and they didn't trust God. And in fact, as a result of this, only two of that generation actually entered the promised land. Caleb and Joshua entered the promised land because they had faith and were, were obedient. And so I'm saying that to say that our hearts, if you are hearing this voice and if you're hearing this message and you've not given your, hearts, your heart to Christ, I want to encourage you, do not harden your heart, but to re receive this message, receive this word, because it's able to save your soul. And God wants to move in your life and cause his agenda and cause his plan to take place in your life. The scripture also reads in the book of 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8 for this purpose part b this is for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil jesus came to destroy the works of the devil he came to destroy the plans and the assignment of the enemy where he had the whole of humanity in captivity and Jesus came to break that and to bring God, man back to God and make a way of escape for us. And so with this said, I just want to say a couple of things about Jesus, um, additional things about Jesus, rather, that Jesus, he came in the flesh. He was he was he came in the flesh and he was man as well as God. And he came in the flesh because in this earth sphere, he had to put on a, a human suit, as it were, so that he can be a le um, legitimate and so that he can actually pay the price for man, so that he can die for our sins. And the Bible says how he, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. So Jesus was the word he became flesh and he dwelt among us as it speaks in the book in the gospel of john and the bible says um, how he was there right in the beginning so when jesus when the earth was actually created god the father god the son god the holy spirit was actually created the heavens and the earth so jesus is god and he is man that's just a quick, I'm just touching it quickly because of time. But my point is, Jesus wants to come. Jesus 
wants to come into our lives in a way that he wants to touch. He wants to move and cause there to be a change. And I do not know um, who, who's here under the sound of my voice and has not received Christ, who has not received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. But I tell you, if you, if you receive Christ today, your life will be transformed. As I said, I never forget that day. When I received Christ, there was, there was a real conviction. I felt bad for my sin. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I need you to forgive me. I need you to forgive me of the unrighteousness where I've thought I was right in my own eyes. I had righteousness in, in my own eyes that I thought was right. But your word says that my righteousness is as filthy rags. And Jesus did an exchange. He exchanged his righteousness for our sin. So that when you receive Christ, which I'm trusting and believing that someone will today, you will receive his righteousness and your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life so that you can live with him and carry out the agenda, the plan and the assignment that he has ordained for you too. I want to spend some time just praying at this time as I um, round up. I want to pray for you. If you would like to um, make um, Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. As I said, you know what? When it's all said and done. We are going to stand before the Lord. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. And then afterwards the judgment. There's going to be a day where every single one of us, whether we want to or not, whether we like it or not, individually, we will stand before him. And our lives will be made plain and bare before him. And I want to give you an opportunity to come and give your heart to Christ, to, to repent and ask Jesus, saying, Jesus, help me to live for you. Help me to serve you. Help me to live a life that is pleasing to you. And if that is you, I would like to pray for you. I would like you to just indicate um, on whether it's in the chat or whether it's um, by you raising your hand. I'll try to, I'll just ask the team to help me. I, I can't really, I'm looking at the participants. But if there's anyone who would like to receive Jesus 
as their personal Lord and Savior. If that is you, I would like you to just um, either just raise your hand on um, using the facilities that we've got here in Zoom or um, send in a text or something to just indicate. Okay, I don't see anybody. And the other thing I would like to pray for, I would like to pray for those of you who feel fearful um, at this time. I'm just going to pray that God will just touch you, whoever you are. So if that's you, just receive this prayer. Father, I just lift up those ones who feel fearful about the different situations that's going on at this time, fearful for the future. I pray, Father, that you will bring peace and, Father, that your perfect love will cast out all fear. I pray, Father, that you will grant them all that's needed so that they can navigate their way through life as they look to you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And finally, I want to pray for those of you who need healing in your body i want to pray for you because jesus he paid the price so that we can be well so that we can be made whole so if that's you if you can lay your hand upon your body where or wherever the the pain or the sickness is and I'll agree with you. Father, your word says that we shall lay our hands upon the sick. And Father, as I join my faith with my brothers and my sisters in whatever area they have um, any kind of sickness or any kind of disease or infirmity, Father, I come into agreement right now that that sickness dies. I curse it. I speak life. I speak the life of the spirit in the area. I command the life of God to come into the body. The body. And we pray for your touch and your healing right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, may I?